What's going on, fam? This is K.R. Jones of the Off The Strength Podcast, and I am here to tell you to like, listen, subscribe, and if you're feeling freaky, visit offthestrength.com. That's where you can go and get more information on us. That's where we can link, we can build, we can connect, and let's make this thing work. Your cool might far exceed somebody else's cool. So if I was the lay person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If I was a lame out here and mm-hmm. I, I needed some help, could you tell me what this roll up and roll out actually entail? Is it necessary so I don't stress out, pray and strategize? Yo, flush the work just the time. I'm going to just say this. I appreciate all your words there. You know, Come I, on. I receive such energy. As you should. I'm just showing you. How to roll up and roll out. The class is literally about teaching people how to move their body, how to get rid of pain when it arises. And with that being tight, you need to relieve that tension. And you can relieve this tension if you have the knowledge. Brother Tone, you know where they get the knowledge? Tuesdays, 7 p.m., bread and butter. The link is in my bio. Be there or be in pain. Giving people up, man. They gonna come back. I don't know what this was, but I saw these guys in there. <laughs> saw these two guys in the window. They looked eclectic. <laughs> looked like they were doing something. Hey, look at my little man over here with the alligator shirt. This is crowd work, baby. We getting right back in here. <laughs> you can't work a crowd. I'm working the crowd. <laughs> I'm giving the description so the good listeners out there in listener land. You know, she came out here with sear sucker pants, you know, nice little cherries on the shorts. That's a very Nantucket look that she had on, huh? Nantucket. Nantucket, my man. You remember them Nantucket nectars, bro? You you know it. You get all kind of fun flavors in a Nantucket nectar. That was a fancy snapple. I was drinking the juice before I knew where the place was. (laughs) Exactly. You mean we didn't get the Nantucket spill in there? (laughs) It's ready to come back. I don't know if Nantucket Nectars needs a placement, but we got it for them. We're making it work. Bring it all the way back. From the top, Kyle, you ready? Yes, sir. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I have a gentleman of extraordinary league. K.R. Jones is in the building. That's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because it's the return of the variety show. That's when we give you our best foot forward. No pun intended. So hopefully you could take your best foot forward. You do that two step, that tango, whatever it is you need to do to make it on through the week with the best goddamn wellness information possible. Brother Jones, what's the word? What's going on on this Good Friday, my man? How you been, bud? It is indeed a Good Friday post uh, a nice little Thursday night shenanigans. Oh, man. On the grill. You was getting into the shenanigans? Yeah, you, they asked for the shenanigans. <laughs> so you gave them the shenanigans. So I gave them sh- shenanigans okay. in its finest. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I think it's been a good week again. Tuesday, the class was going up. Yeah, these people are missing out. Bread and butter from, from 7 to 8. So people are missing out on the roll up and roll out classes, what they you saying? Missing out on the roll up and roll out. You know, Kyle, time. it dawned on me earlier this week, brother, that you might have a little bit too much of je ne sais quoi, as they would say. Okay. You might have too much of the sauce, my man. You know, hey. you're so smooth. 
you're one of those guys that is a, a, an eclectic, mythical creature, as you so called yourself. <laughs> one might say. You know, and, and sometimes, Brother Jones, your cool might far exceed somebody else's cool. So if I was the lay person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If I was a lame out here and mm-hmm. I, I needed some help, could you tell me what this roll up and roll out actually entail? First and foremost, I'm going to just say this. I appreciate all your words there. You know, I, Come was, on. I receive such energy. As you should. But if I'm telling you anything, for one, you should take it for what it's worth. You should understand that this is something you need to do. But for the layperson, if you say, Tony, the class is literally about teaching people how to move their body, how to get rid of pain when it arises. And pretty much I'm just showing you how to roll up. And roll out, right? That's in the title because we're going to do some myofascial release. Okay. You you want me to unpack myofascial release? I need you to give me the deep science like I was a five-year-old, Kyle. The deep science is anytime you walk upstairs, Uh you walk downstairs. Okay. When you stand up, Mm. when you sit down. Okay. When you put your foot on the ground, when you get out of bed in the morning. The best foot. Whatever your best foot is. We need a doctor. Look at it. To lean forward, I promise you, you're going to feel some type of, I like to call them the snap, crack, pops. That's that connective tissue. The connective tissue is tight, and with that being tight, you need to relieve that tension. And you can relieve this tension if you have the knowledge. Brother Tone, you know where they get the knowledge? I would say that they have to bestow that knowledge. (laughs) on themselves from seeking out a practitioner such as thyself, my brother. There you go. Tuesdays, 7 p.m., bread and butter. The link is in my bio. Be there or be in pain. That's it. Okay, so he's giving out the gift of wellness inside here, alleviating people from the pain, actually making them feel better than they did when they walked into that storefront. I could hear you. Money for that. back guarantee. Money back guarantee is <laughs> not really, out. but really. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is news to me. I was like, listen, I, if has, you leave worse than when you came in, money back guarantee. The views and opinions expressed by one K.R. Jones do not necessarily reflect that of the Off the Strength Enterprise. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there. As we got the separation. <laughs> well, thank you for that, brother. Tom, yeah. how was your week, man? Man, my week was pretty damn good. I was with you half of it, so <laughs> that's taking care of most of that stuff, man. And then the other half, you know, I was really just trying to focus on some of the better things on my side, man. Kind of like, brother Jones, I was really happy to get a chance to check out this Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu, brother. Have you seen or heard anything about that? I saw the advertisement for it. What's the faces in there? Regina King. Regina King is in that. I saw them advertising. When they when they do that, I like to give it a little time before I check it out. But you're saying it's worthwhile. Listen, my man, it's about the wellness industry. And it's about the wellness industry in a particular sector that I know you know I have some very specific familiarity with. Oh, is 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 big big G on the block? You know it feels as if it's going into that direction. So for those lay people who might not have paid attention inside the archives of the Off the Strength podcast, I have been saying for the longest time that there is a certain sector of our population that is into the perpetuation of things that are less than logical. <laughs> and I am totally committed to understanding everything that comes inside of that forecast. So this show just coming out was something that I got thorough amount of entertainment with this week. And that was a pretty good highlight to start everything off, my man. Was that the scoop on Goop? 
the scoop on cool. GP is not there, but I could tell you that they have been inspired by this woman. GP is still out here. That's the real gangster. I want to let everybody know. Gwyneth is the biggest gangster out the, on the block. The coffee enema was, the, was my personal That favorite. was one of the highlights. She yeah. was up there, man. The vampire facial thing was one of the ones that I had a lot of questions about. I don't something know. in that. In that realm. Yeah, I had a lot of questions about that. I don't know where it was going to go. But just like everybody else, when I have some questions, I need to seek out a professional to find the answers to these questions, Kyle. Gwyneth got her own thing running around. But we got a nice segment coming up called Ask the Professional. So we got some questions that need some answers over on this side, Brother Jones. Send your segue. You know he's back. Does it again. Chefing it up. Are really <laughs> losing contact and not knowing what's going on with the American people. In case you don't know... Asking the professionals this week, Brother Tone, I mean, I'm assuming you have a question. You came in with this energy right here. I did, my man. I did. So this ATP question is inspired by those good brothers at In Living Black, my man. The In Living Black podcast that we were just recently featured on, episode 171, titled Mythical Creatures. Please go check that out when you get a chance. Support the good brothers over there. During that interview, Kyle, they came across us and they were asking us about making noise inside the gym. Ah. And I know this was a topic that we've covered before previously on other episodes of Off The Strand. But again, keep referencing the back catalog, people. We got a lot of gems out there. 212 of them, to be specific. You know, it's probably up to 216 because we're not even counting the extra content that we gave everybody else. Like the one when I had the soundboard that the folks that, will never hear. They, they would never hear that. But I'm talking about the actual published ones. We let Kyle get a little too friendly with the soundboard. Nobody will hear that. This is never coming out. It was an amazing episode, folks. It was not. I, I just want y'all to be there with me in spirit. There we go. Never go full Jones. That's always a question. You never go full tone either. You should not. It's Bring a good out balance. this question. Man, about noise in the gym. You're asking the professional. So, the ATP question this week reads a little something like this, my man. So, making noise inside of the gym. I want to understand if this is a faux pas, when you should, when you shouldn't, and how you should move forward. And this is spurred on by, again, those brothers over at the In Living Black podcast. So, Kyle, we've been in the gym for a long time. Long time. We've witnessed a number of neck slappable offenses. So many. Yes. But making noise, is it something that is a faux pas or is it something? that is on par with what you need to do in your personal professional opinion, my man. Let me give you the deep science. Give me the deep. The only people that should be making noise in the gym Mm -hmm. is if they are putting up a copious amount of weight. Okay. And I'm talking heavy of the heavy. Bare minimum three plates on each side. Brand new heavies. That's, is what you're that's at least 315. If you're moving 315, <laughs> you can make some noise. Anything less than that, I don't want to hear you. You should be a church mouse status. All right. I don't want to hear nothing you got. I don't even want to hear you breathe. All right. I don't, <laughs> keep it under the mask. But I feel you. If you're making noise, it has to be preferably in something of a, a deadlift, uh, a squat on like that last rep where you really got to, you know, get your war cry out, so okay. to speak. But if you're not getting that war cry out, if your life is not on the line for this lift that you're doing, hang it up. So you get to the activity specifically is what you say would make it either something that is OK or not OK. 
it has to be dependent on what you're actually doing. Okay, I agree with my brother over here, and I would just like to add that your environment is also going to be something that should be considered before you start letting out your Xena Warrior Prince's battle cry. Or the Hercules call. Or the Hercules call. All of the above, yeah. Either one. I'm not saying that either one is better than the other, but you should know who you're around <laughs> when you're doing this thing, right? Or the type of gym environment that you're That's in. That's precisely what I'm talking about. Okay. So if you are in the luxury type of gym, Kyle, that we used to frequent, but shall not name, it's probably not appropriate for you to be making the biggest battle cries that you possibly can. If the place has eucalyptus towels and they also have leather trimmed adornments that come from Ferrari, <laughs> and they also probably have a inside the spa fruited water, Battle cries probably not the things that people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but when you're in a space like that, everybody got the noise cancellation going uh, on. I'm Ain't just telling, really I'm just telling you to lay the land. I hear you, yes. But if you were in a place that has a lot of chalk inside that space, okay, you can get your hands a little bit more gritty. Oh, I'm picking up what you're putting there's down. There's a little dirty mop water in the corner I somewhere. I was about to say, the mop water has to be there. You know, there's it an aroma. It has to be dirty. The aroma is not a favorable aroma. <laughs> yeah, it, it smells like sweat and just like, yeah. you know, deprivation. Yeah. You know, a little struggle, a little bit is in the air. Yeah, you know, this is some triumph is where it's coming from. For sure. And you are doing something that requires you to get that guttural sound out. I think it's okay, Kyle. And then the last part that I would include, if you are in team exercises, because I used to coach some teams, you know, one of the, I'd say, best teams that I've ever coached truly is probably going to be water polo. I'm talking about guys that are in a different type of shape, would wash most other athletes in every category. When they showed up into the weight room, it was a competition every single time. And the cries and the screams and everything that used to get people to move some real heavy weight was competitive nature that got that energy really where it should have been, man. I say it's going to be all right over on that side, too, bro. I didn't even know you was touching down on the water polo team Come on like now, that. man. I was out here getting the athletes moving, Kyle. I heard water polo is actually quite a uh, difficult sport to play, and you get away with a lot underwater if you're picking up on the putting down. Listen, I was a strength coach, but I saw some of the injuries that came across inside like, there. Yo, how you get broken ribs from water polo? It's a lot of nasty business happening underneath the water, yeah, my man. So, so that's like rugby on, on water. Exactly. And you got to tread the whole time. Your cardio's through the roof. And I'm talking about some strong people. I don't know if everybody on the team's age was not forged somehow some way we had a lot of brothers from the soviet block countries i don't know this guy looked like he was 45 he said he was 18 i don't know what was happening right there but he was strong as hell and nonetheless kyle he was able to grunt inside that workout space man so i say salute to that that old young man there you go and again if you were in other spaces that are not the two that we just mentioned if you are you know paying a cheap monthly fee uh-huh if you will and it's less than twenty dollars i assure you that is not the gym you should be yelling in either do not pass go do not collect 200 if your weights are the color of what the gym's logo is when you're picking them up do not scream when you're putting these weights up. You can stay quiet. Just be humble. Just sit down, you know, just do your thing in the corner. Nobody's going to judge you. Take this time yeah. to work on your breathing. That's all you need. Because I assure you, that's probably off. Less is more is what the real takeaway from that side is, Brother Jones. And in that same space, my man, you know we're going to have to go and investigate some of the other wild things that were happening inside of this world of wellness. I gotta look at the good. I gotta look at the bad. Uh huh. And you know there's gonna be some ugly that happened this week because it is time. It is time for that rip from the headline. 
Brother Jones. What's up? We, had, we got a full list this week. We got we, we got more than a full list. We I got, got oh I got I got an over tally list, my man. But the first thing that I want to talk about inside of the questionably good, my man, there is some stuff that I need to ref- reference back towards because I called this out kind of like I called game, and I'm talking about my man Paul Pierce, the truth. Because I try to come in here and speak the truth most of the time, Kyle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw that the long arc of what my brother that I'm going to speak about first in the good was really to get to some sales stuff when he was making these proclamations about his dad bod, where he was going, and how his personal struggles during quarantine was really just a sales tactic. I kind of called this out very early on months ago on this show. Kyle, do you remember who I'm talking about? It, it sounds like you're talking about the Fresh Prince. You hell no. I'm sorry, Will. You know what? Actually, this works out better for me. You know, the Slimmies of Summer come to class wearing next to nothing. You know what I'm Will, saying? Will, it's all right to be angry. <laughs> Big Willie style coming back inside this situation. Now, I said to the faithful listeners of this show yeah, that this man it. was going to be selling us a product eventually because the, the pictures, the before, the after, with all of the other production that was happening was a little too strategic for me. It was a little bait and switch. It was. And he got the big react. Oh, man, look at Will being relatable. I was like, this dude has sold us a different movie every summer for most of my life. You the mean flim to tell me? Flam <laughs> is what it was. That's what I'm saying. We were run amok. I know what a rollout looks like. So this week, when Will Smith announced his partnership with Fitbit, I felt vindicated, Kyle. <laughs> felt very happy to see that this man is now going to be letting you follow along with his wellness journey at the power of Google's own Fitbit. And it will also come with some content that will spur this on, Brother Jones. How do you feel about these chickens coming home to roost? And the- Big Will <laughs> coming back out here and now finally telling you this is the thing that he was selling. This is questionably good because I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to reiterate that point. Uh yeah, no, I don't. I don't think this is good at all. We talked about Fitbit. We talked about the the data analytics and what they actually collecting and Google. All all of them three working together. Generally speaking, just it's very questionably good. I'm excited for the people that might be motivated from this. But yes. I won't be one of them. You know, his influence online is quite something that is to be remarked. You know, you can't take that away from him. So I do think that he will have some net positive impact on people. And that's why he's landed into questionably good. But Kyle, he is not the only 90s era TV star that is trying to infiltrate our industry. But wait, there's more. There is always more. Do you remember a show? called Sister Sister. Oh, you know it. Come uh, on. Go home, Roger. I just want to make sure that you understand. There's, we got some younger folks out here that might not understand where that was coming from, bro. That was bro. T and Tamara right there. So Tamara is not going to be the person that I'm calling the court right now. <laughs> but I will, Tia? I will have to ask Tia Mowry some questions in this next segment, man, because she came in in an article from Adweek talking about specifically in health and wellness how her healthcare scare made her have to start off her very own wellness brand, Kyle. And apparently, she felt like she was being alienated inside of the information that she was looking to try to manage some of the conditions that she was going through. And now she has launched her own vitamin and supplement line called Answer. So you know we have a long upheld history of asking all of these actors, actresses, musicians, everybody that's trying to dive into this industry, we want you here, but we want to know why you're coming along here. So first, in the question we good, Kyle, how do you feel about this? 
just another deep sigh for me because <laughs> I feel like, again, it is questionably good. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I am happy for anyone that is willing to make a change and is invested in their health and well-being to better themselves as a person and the people in the community around them. I will never turn that down. What I will turn down, though, is when you get people that just don't have a background in it. You don't have any relatability in the wellness world. There there just isn't anything that can be like, oh, yeah, I remember T and Tamara caring about health that one time and that one. No, it just never really happened. So what it's really sounding like is you're going to end up hiring somebody off the strength. Somebody cut the check. Hey, come on now. Cut the check. You know, and, and that's going to, you're just going to be the face of whatever product that you put out. Like that's the bait and switch once again. And I'm not falling for it. So her plight was started from a area of self-interest, taking care of a niche that was underappreciated and undervalued inside of a space where there is a large gray area, specifically when you're talking about women of color and BIPOC women and having their healthcare needs met or addressed to them, pretty much just marketed to them. That's really what the, the situation is. So I do like to see somebody using a wide platform to try to raise awareness for quite literally sister to sister health inside this direction brother jones so i, I see what to, you did there you know it was coming right back around i gotta leave her a little bit of space inside there so i say salute to her for doing that now as we move from tia my man we got to transition into some of the stories that get a little bit darker kyle you know how this always comes across i like to see where they're starting but i always question on where the finish is so i was looking at the angel Cobe blogs out there. And for anybody that doesn't really know what Angel Co. is, it is a startup focus, tech startup focus specifically blog. So when I saw that Headspace and Ginger were merging to form Headspace Health now, new company coming forward, I had a couple questions, Kyle. Now, I know you know what Headspace is, right? I'm vaguely familiar. So one of the meditation, you know, guided mindfulness apps? For sure. Okay, so now Headspace it has merged with another company, Ginger, which Ginger itself was responsible for pairing people with practitioners that are actually inside of the psychological health space okay so they were literally just giving you affordable mental health care okay okay so now you got headspace teaming up with this affordable health care spot and now you're seeing one company that's kind of straddling into two lanes and this is a trend that is continuing to happen inside of our industry so first things first again brother jones i gotta come right back to you because you are the man that you are how do you feel about these two companies forming what is now estimated at a three billion dollar valuated company inside of our arena it sounds good on paper for sure but at the end of the day, I really need to know, you know, where to do your morals lie. Mm -hmm. You know and I mean? Like, where is your benefit in this coming together? Like, it sounds good that you want to get people to, you know, see psychiatric help that need it or to seek psychiatric help. And then to bring this app and this technology that you have. Yeah, it sounds great. But what are you really going to do with this information? What is this really going to mean in the real long run of this story arc. Yeah, so the information part, Kyle, never really makes the headline, but I can tell you what the CEO, CeCe McCurran, said in her press release that Headspace Health will address challenges of accessibility and affordability inside of mental health care as their primary focus, so they're still going to get, for right now and right now only, that stamp of approval from your boy over here because we do need more people to be invested in that space, Kyle, so I, I got to give him a little bit of leeway, but we're watching to see what's happening next, you understand what i mean okay much like we have to go back and now it's starting to get a little bit uglier bro you remember the glizzy challenge 
Yes. <laughs> you want to remind the folks of what's happening on that front. For the layperson out For there. For the layperson. Was with unaware the- of what a glizzy is, Tony. <laughs> no, I'm not referring to a also, you know, that that could be... That's a pretty big turn. That's a pretty big turn. But what I am referring to is a hot dog. Yeah. There was a stirrup over hot dogs last... Every year, it seems to be something about a hot dog. You, you know? know, it goes right from Nathan's, you know, competition into, okay, what are these things really doing to your body? <laughs> you gotta ask some questions. But once you know, you can never not know. So are you really ready to lay this on the people? Did you know that eating a hot dog can take up to 36 minutes off your life at Study Symptoms? Oh, yeah. Well aware. I have did the math. Uh-huh. I carried the one. Obviously. I am officially, the 70s are just gone for you me. You just lost all I the just 70s. Lost, I'm, I'm just never going to see 70. Damn it. Based upon how many hot dogs I've had in my lifetime now. So I'm trying to turn it around right now to, to, to get a rain in the 60s. Yeah. I'm really curious as to how it got to such a specific number. <laughs> well, I mean, growing up in my day. 36 minutes is, is a very specific number. <laughs> the only thing I would see stat lines for would be like cigarettes. It was like every puff of a cigarette was seven seconds off of your life. So mm-hmm. I remember those kind of stat lines when they were trying to scare kids away from cigarettes. But this hot dog just seems, it just seems very uh, arbitrary that you would bring this up now. At the end of the summer. At the end of the summer. <laughs> this I think, you know we didn't already had at least six to twelve. I was at a barbecue last night. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, why would you do this now? Like, this is horrible. How long have you known this? And why are you telling me now? Yeah, man, they've been keeping it away from us. That's why this landed in the ugly, man. And you know, they're talking about these comorbidities and comortalities being increased because of the nitrates and the processing that has to happen with the meat that we're putting inside. You know, I'm questionable about that, but I really don't know how many people really felt like, you know what, this is really healthy decision that I'm making when you're eating a hot dog. <laughs> Nobody. I've never had that Go to a, Go mind. to a baseball game, a Yankee game today yeah. and, and tell somebody they're going to lose 36 seconds of their life after this hot dog they eat. Guess how many people are going to still eat that hot dog? I'm going to be like, buy me some peanuts and crackers, Jess, God damn it. I don't want to care about this. I mean, I'm in the moment, Kyle. But if you thought that couldn't get worse. There's more. The last part of the ugly this week, Kyle, is talking about fast food again. And this time fast food is jumping directly in the fitness. Now, my litmus test for this story is a little bit different. I will tell you in the details why I feel like this is particularly ugly, my man. But are you familiar with a company called Hustle? No. Okay. So uh, I understand. And maybe some of our people who are stateside might not understand where this company is. But, you know, as I did mention that I, I keep a tab on what's happening in fit tech. And this does come from fit tech magazine specifically. Hustle is a company that allows users to go and have access to gyms, to spas, and to a whole host of different things on the market on a pay-per-minute type of access into their spaces. Does sounds, that sound vaguely familiar to you, sound, Kyle? That sounds, that sounds, no, that sounds uh, not vaguely, uh, specifically familiar to me, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, yeah, continue. I'm, I think you understand where I'm going. Oh, most definitely. So, anybody that's brand new and understanding why Kyle might be familiar with that, this sounds exactly like a company that I was a part of. <laughs> One might have been an ambassador for, you know, for such a company. Kyle was an ambassador, you know, and, and again, man, I'm not, I'm not mad about that because of how it sounds, because I always always knew that idea was good. You know, the marketplace just wasn't really what it should have been when we were rolling that idea out. But where it started to turn up the volume a little bit in this egregious nature, Kyle, is that they have teamed up with McDonald's specifically to give people a reward 
to participate along with the Monopoly game. So that's right. My friends and fitness folk outside in the UK can now use Hustle to gain Monopoly points for McDonald's inside <laughs> of their next wave of game that's going to be played across the UK. My man, how do you feel about hearing McDonald's and a fitness company teaming up, giving away incentives to continue to play their Monopoly game? I think you hit the head on the nail right there. It's playing that <laughs> Monopoly game. You're rolling the dice. It's what you're going to do. You're going to roll the dice with your life, with your hustle, all the above. Uh, speaking of shows and documentaries, did you ever see the one about, about the, Ma- the Monopoly game? About the Monopoly game. The fix was in. Don't step on the lock. <laughs> My bad. I ain't know that's where we was going with this. I'm just telling you what I know. Yes. Go ahead. Talk to them about why the Monopoly was a nefarious activity that's going on. You were never going to win. Exactly. It, they, they placed the pieces so far apart that, like, you just, you could, if you died in three lifetimes and came back, you could never you win. You were never going to win. You could never do it because it just was never designed for you to win uh-huh. to the point where there was a federal investigation where the FBI had to step in and was like, hey, what's up? Why y'all? <laughs> what's going on here? What's going on? This sounds crazy. Yeah. How's the mob tied into this? And this whole thing, Kyle, is exactly the same kind of premise. You sounds were- like a hustle. You were never going to win the prize if the prize was, in fact, the thing that was making you to go to the gym in the first place. This is why this is going to land in the good, the bad, and the ugly this week from Rip from the Headlines, my man. I like how you wrapped that right there. Come on now, baby. I was here to play. Nice full circle moment. (laughs) I'm still outside. I'm still outside. Still outside. Let's get right. Once you did that, I think it's only time that we raise the bar yeah. from such a low place to the highest spot. To the highest spot. So I, I'm with it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're going to raise the bar right now. Now, as Brother Tony alluded to earlier, we had the chance to sit down with the in living black gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, so a couple of things happened in that sit down. For one, it was uh, their 171st episode. For sure. Shout out to J.D. and Barry. Shout out to J.D. and Barry out there. So naturally, I had to go back and look at our 171st episode. And that was way back when. Top of the year, the very first episode of season three of Off the Strength, the podcast. Tony, you remember that time? I do remember that, my man. And, uh, you know, that was was when I was at home. Yes, I know why you were at home. Recording. You know, to to flatten the curve, so to speak. So my segment was not raising the bar; I was flattening the curve. You you left the bar down. <laughs> left the bar down because I could not leave the house to go get the bar. I was in the house <laughs> at the bar. Nonetheless, another thing that came up in that conversation though was attraction level. Right? We were talking about relationships and being, you know, sought after, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it got me to thinking about. You know, really unpacking that attraction. And I think that it's solely based upon the energy that you produce as an individual. One could argue that whatever I'm putting out into the world is going to come back towards me tenfold. So if I'm putting bad vibes out there, then those bad vibes are going to come back at some point. I'm putting good energy out there, then that good energy is going to come back at some point. And I think a lot of times people just kind of forget how they treat people. You know, I, I was coming up in the in the era of I'm going to treat the CEO and the janitor the same way. 
you know, I, I'm speaking to everybody that comes in. There, there isn't any judgment. There isn't any bias. At the end of the day, we're all humans trying to have this human experience, right? So I'm not here to pick sides, pick favorites. I'm just here to, to treat everybody the way that I would like to be treated in hopes of one day they would do the same. You know, and I, I don't think that's a hard axe right there. Brother Tom, how you feel about that? Sounds like the golden rule right there, my man. It's simple enough. You got to do on to others as you would want them to, in fact, do on to you, brother. But living in a city like New York. I see it. After we just went through a, a polar bear of a pandemic. <laughs> the polar bear? <laughs> it, was, it was so cold. I see. <laughs> Hearts were broke, you know. A lot, a lot of things happened. But I think a lot of times, especially with social media, we get so far removed from the, the little things of being personable, of having a conversation, of being able to listen to someone and not to have a rebuttal, but just for the sake of listening, just for understanding, just to allow somebody to vent. To connect. To connect. The connectivity is really what's been missing. And, you know, that's why I really appreciate the sit down with the In Living Black and the connectivity that we have here at Newsstand Studios to the streets. My, it is quite the connection, Kyle. I don't know if you understood how I have been feeling personally connected to everybody on 51st Street as they walk past the window over here, my man. This big, beautiful window letting in all types of light and sights of the city, man. I feel it. One could say that it is the pulse. It is the pulse of the city. And, and it is what keeps people alive. It does. Now, Brother Tone, you know, we, we've been friends for years and, and over and over at times, but... I think about the the relationship that we have and the bond that we built over time, right? What could you give the listeners out here as far as advice on how to keep people in your circle? When you're considering how to keep people in your circle, you have to be truthful to yourself first and foremost. Being truthful to yourself would allow you to, you know, really understand if these people are the types of individuals that you would want to have. As always as you start to see yourself moving directionally in life. Whether it's evolving relationships and you want to start to build foundations, you're planning families, if you want to start to build networks and you want to start to get a little bit more, you know, diverse in your in your work circles, all the rest of these things, these are very intentional directions that you should have some type of thought before you go out and make that happen. So as you're thinking through these things, not every person you have to realize that you come across in life is going to be able and ready to make the progression that you want to make at the same exact time and quite often kyle to be truthful with you that is going to mean that you have to honestly start to naturally eliminate some people from that close sure. circle you know and it's not a matter of malice it's just where do you want to be how is that fulfilling the thing that you want to do and then how are the people that are around you contributing to that direction if they don't it's fine again no malice no judgment right but at the end of the day, the core group that is continuing to show up, that is continuing to be around and be supportive, that want to be with you, not necessarily just for an agenda, but want to be there to see you succeed in whatever that definition of success can be for an individual. Those are the people that I would tend to gravitate to more often, you know, and it could be different for each circumstance. You know, some people I just vibe with just for the sake of camaraderie. Some people are my people that I really like to, you know, get together for business kind of thing. Some people would just might be, yo, what what music are you listening to? You know, I don't look for everybody to be everything, but I look for everybody to be truthful in whatever thing that we have that is our commonality. And if we can do that together, then we're going to be moving in a direction that we truly feed each other as we start to grow together. Now, additionally, 
speaking and, and tying this back into the attraction level, how can you get to that point where I can attract these things that, you know, I, I want in myself and, and be able to find these qualities in other people, right? So along the lines of what should I look at internally to get someone else to see this quality that I feel I'm putting out there? Like, you know, where's that reassurance? It's tough to say for everybody. I can tell you some of the things that I do because everybody I do believe should have the same type of evaluation on their own. So the questions that I would ask myself leading up to that, you know, that whole vibe attracting your tribe, right? That's what everybody wants to do. Is the thing that I'm working towards really something that I should be doing would be the first question that I'm asking. I could want the benefit of having a lot of money, but the process that I had to go to to get a lot of money, is that really the thing that I need to do to accomplish that task at this point in time? I could want fame, but I don't want the burden that comes along with fame. I could want all the rest of these things. So really just getting truthful with, do we want the result of the thing that we think we covered or do we want the actual process and if you want the process that tends to be the place that you could find a little bit more sound balance in regards to bringing friendship and and anybody else that goes along in that side understand that our covet is made by the process i can't promise you the outcomes but i can tell you that this is what the process will look like as we undergo this circumstance trust the process exactly i mean that, that seems pretty simple i, I think you you laid that out quite elaborately. You know, my man, I've done if some time will. in this dojo, my friend. You know, you've done the mental reps. You, you got your reps in. So since you, you've been in the dojo, mm-hmm. you got your reps in. Yes, sir. You know, you, you're putting in the work. Full body karate. How do you relax responsibly? Man, man, oh man. You know how I got a chance to relax this week, Brother Jones? I was lifted, uplifted by the very same tribe that I was attracting with that vibe. And I got a chance to spend some time with my folks out in Governor's Island this week, my man. And I know you know what I'm talking about because you was there, bro. I was there indeed. Exactly. So, and I even got a chance, Kyle, dare I say the first time since my accident to be on some wheels Feel the wind running through my hair. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I wasn't driving. I wasn't pedaling. I, 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 I know. I was just letting people know what was going on. I'm I painting just, a picture. I just think those wheels aren't real wheels. They were real wheels. <laughs> Why you got to take it away from I, me? I think there's some context that you need to give the people about those wheels. Why can't you let me fly? <laughs> Why you got to clip my wings? <laughs> Listen, because they weren't real wheels, but I'm going to let you they go ahead. They weren't real wheels. I'm going to let you continue. I was in a quad bike. I was a backseat passenger in a quad bike. <laughs> So you was relying on three other people to pedal and you was just sitting there. Getting by with help from my friends. That's sitting right. <laughs> I don't know why you keep doing this to me. You got it. But that was that was a quad bike you were on. That was an unnecessary detail that we could have just really let roll underneath the table unless you had to point it out. But yes, I was on a quad bike, not powered by myself, enjoying the breeze nonetheless. And that's how I relaxed on a hill before I was accosted by a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> sitting and looking at the splendor of the New York City landscape and really just reflecting on the time spent growing closer to those very friends that were around there. So I was really appreciative of that, my man. Nice. I mean, it sounds like a good time. It was. You know, uh, I can think of four reasons why we needed to have that minute detail so that the listeners can know that you were on a quad bike. <laughs> For those who don't know what a quad bike is. It why looks, are you mad? Because it looks like a, a goddamn shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> with wheels at the bottom. I will not put up with this. You look like something from the Flintstones as if your feet were just moving, but 
That's neither here nor there. It's very ableist of you, Kyle. I I digress. (laughs) Uh, For me, I think I was relaxing responsibly this week by having the good folks over to my humble abode. Ah, yes. To prepare a nice meal on the grill, as we talked about earlier. I can't stress enough the, the joy I take in providing a meal for the folks that I genuinely care for. My man. And it was quite the level of care. Now, I will say, again, having the second time where many of the same people who were at the Governor's Island trip pulled up to the same backyard extravaganza that young Kyle was hosting over on that side. It it was fun to be around the people that I do definitely feel that love for. I will tell you that a one K.R. Jones brand of love is a particular brand of love. <laughs> Take the lip, right? it, it was hysterical to understand the announcements of the meals and to see how people were coming through. It, it was something that I definitely took comfort in understanding that this is pure Jones in his full element at every point in time. Oh, you're talking about the, the rib announcement? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was it was necessary. Yeah, I, I hear it what you're It got your attention. Yeah. And you were ready. It slapped you in the face. Gotta let him know how you was giving it up. Well, you know, one one can say that I was hopeful. There we go. <laughs> you know, brother Tone. So, so I'm gonna ask you, what are you hopeful for this week? What you got your eyes set on, man? What you looking forward to? Well, man, you know that I'm continuing on this road to recovery. So this is gonna be something that takes on week to week different challenge. And I am hopeful this week that with my new doctors that I'm getting along with, that I'll be able to make some palpable progress coming inside here because I do want to get back into doing the stuff that I love to do. So I'm committed to making that happen this week, man. That's what I'm hopeful for. What about you, bro? I'm hopeful that the good people that have been coming to the Tuesday night class continue to come. Mm -hmm. And then I'm hoping that even more people will hear this Uh and be like, you know what? It's time for me to go out because I need to stretch I don't know how to stretch. And K.R. Jones is going to take time out his day to teach you how to do so. There we go. He's going to inhibit. He's going to activate. Then he's going to integrate. Couldn't have said better myself. There it is, man. You know, I was trying to give you a nice little product placement, my man. You know, we got to do that. If off the strength. Off the strength. And if we're going to be in this big window over here, man, we got to let people know how to reach out, be able to touch us, you know, understand that we are of the people, by the people, for the people. But we are also good representatives of business. It's what we're trying to give out there, Kyle. Please visit offthestrength.com. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, and make sure that if you like the sounds that you're hearing over on this side, please do make sure that you're also visiting Rockefeller Center on Instagram, Rockefeller Center NYC on Twitter, and please do tune in to everything that Newsstand Studios is doing. You're damn right, Tony. Live from Rock Center, Kyle. Yeah, yay! You know it had to happen, my man. We here now. Exactly. Top of the rock. We coming. At the bottom, but on the top. At the bottom, (laughs) close to the top. (laughs) In the building. Yeah. Somewhere. Somewhere in the building. I ain't the captain of the yacht. Not yet. But I'm on the boat. That's exactly right. (laughs) That's the most important part. (laughs) Once again, this has been been another (laughs) fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I am K.R. Jones. And I'm a trainer called Tony. Peace and much love to y'all out there. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Peace. What's good, everybody? I'm a trainer called Tony, and I am here from the infamous Off The Strength Podcast asking you today, listeners, viewers, wherever you may be, to please like, listen, and subscribe to our podcast. This is how we're going to continue to be able to deliver you the best goddamn wellness information out here. So if you want to keep hearing this and you want us to keep growing, you are a part of this show just as much as anything else. So please go to offthestrength.com. Make sure you check out our blogs. 
make sure you check us out on IG. And if you're hearing this voice and you didn't hit that subscribe button, know that Kyle is going to come looking for you. <laughs> you got that right. Ha, ha, ha.